0: Hastings, John Hastings, open this bitch! And that dude, Dylan got bro! Dylan got do so what you got! You know what it is! Come on! You know what? You're right, Dylan. Let's do the let's do the heavy wrestler review. Welcome everyone to Jeff Hardy. When his addiction really gripped his soul, the opioids have got his his lit balls. Dylan, let's see if you can swan ton oxies. Maybe the final edition
1: of the exploration of Jeff Hardy's imagination. All not even
0: uh, not even we know how many. Um, we well, just uh, got ha- another
1: Dewey. Which
0: I would like right. to say
1: this. I would like to say this, and this may be. The part of wrestling Twitter I'm a part of uh, would look upon this very negatively, what I'm about to say, but you can just explore the fact that Jeff Hardy is a dude from a small town who likes to drive drunk because he doesn't want to wait for a taxi. John, thoughts?
0: I got to tell you, as a Canadian man, I know so many people that are like Jeff Hardy, because let me tell you what Jeff Hardy said in that bar. He went, yeah, I'm fucking sober. This is a fucking Coors Light. Like, I guarantee Uh Jeff Hardy... Jeff Hardy was like Bill Gold Bill Goldberg spearing old men in that bar. He was at. Let me let's talk about the North Carolina bar where um, Jeff Hardy definitely scores pills. It's got a gator somehow stacked to the wall. It's got a sunroom like smoking porch. Pills,
1: if he was on pills with his blood alcohol level of the current catch that he got, he would be dead. Because he was like, his blood alcohol level was like something like five
0: times. Yeah, It was a party level. It was what what I like to call the Wrestle Review Christmas party minimum level. You guys don't know about this, but Dylan and I, every year since we started this podcast, have held a Christmas party that's just he and I. And we pick what the other person has to drink. The last Christmas party, Dylan had to drink vodka and piss. And I had to drink uh, rubbing alcohol with some of Dylan's cum in it. And let me tell you... We got so fucked up. Dylan has a kid now and I'm divorced. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, baby. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, we, is, let's just yeah. say we were very worried the kid was going to look like just me and Dylan, not his wife at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the thing about Jeff Hardy though, man. Like it obviously it's toxic for dudes in small towns to rip fucking their cars as fast as they can when they're full fucking hammered but
0: yeah like- but i guarantee jeff hardy's not near his kids while he's doing that that but where let's look at the silver lining he's not drunk at home being like hey 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 I fucking hate you guys like you you know he's not a this good dad other i'm thing. gonna say this right now there's no way someone has that that many different types of emo mutton chops and also is like, did you make this macaroni art on a paper plate? Because this is the best cow spaceship I've (laughs) ever seen in my life.
1: This is the other thing where it's like the way Jeff Hardy presents himself. I'm going to equate this to the current Vince McMahon stuff that's happening is that so like the I I think Vince is going to get away with it just based on the mainstream new coverage, which is like they show Vince McMahon in character and kind of everyone's been like, yeah, of course he's going to do this. This guy's a fucking creep, whatever. Right. And that plays into the Vince McMahon, the way people see him, the perception of him publicly so that he'll get away with this in the same way that everyone thinks Jeff Hardy's having a rough time just because he like is a goth. If Jeff Hardy was, yeah. if this was stone cold Steve Austin, people would be like, "Hell yeah, like a 316, bro.
0: Let's get fired." God Oh my. First of all, if Steve Austin debuted with Matt Hardy in AEW, the entire internet wrestling community would literally j- Oh my god. Broken Matt it, like, Hardy and Broken Skull Ranch Steve Austin. <laughs> delete exactly. hell yeah delete what delete what delete what those chants would never stop and every wrestling delete show is terrible would be unwatchable
1: they could literally book a raw that was just delete and then what for three whole hours I, w- and and I would, I would watch like, the that t- was really it, good
0: that was the best raw I've ever seen it, and, and if at the end Brock Lesnar just comes out and then just like um uh, and then just uh, F5's Lillian Garcia, that would be, that would have a, the next Raw would have a bigger indoor attendance record than Wrestlemania 3. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> you think they're going to do it? Go ahead. You want to you do it?
1: Still the best. Anyway. Jeff Hardy is in a Hardy Boys reunion in 2006, 2007. Because we'll talk about Matt Hardy eventually, but basically they're like, version 1.0, Matt Hardy starts getting over. And Vince is like,
0: no, that. We, no, you know, no, that's absolutely not. No. Yeah, that's I, I don't think so at all. First of all, wait a minute. I don't like that. Uh, he's the one that I didn't like. No, mm. get, destroy destroyed. quickly. Be wrong. I'm not Also, can we just quickly make a vision, a uh, little visit that Matt Hardy version one rules? The little mf'er, the little Matt Hardy fan? Come on. It was so fun. Yeah. It was the beginning of also, oh, Matt Facts, and also just the, like, it's like he knew how quickly that weird thing of the early 2000s of showing a a computer on, like, what a computer kind of looked like five years ago as what a computer looks like now. Oh, so fucking good. Jeff Hardy, uh, on the other hand, debuts as, uh, do you remember me? I'm that guy, but, like, thinner and weirder now.
1: Yeah, this is the thing about Jeff Hardy is that, like, oddly his substance problems have sort of aided his... uh, perception with fans, I want to say, not its perception with fans, but just like
0: I actually know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Isn't you know it? I mean, it's I, in this. We, no, it's, yeah, have yeah, any yeah. Depth,
1: like once his, he's like, oh, he does the flips, and this is who he is, and then it's like you go, you, you throw him in the world title picture, he wins, and then loses, or just loses, and then you kind of like Dylan, want him to go to. Dylan, territory. I want to. I want you.
0: To, I want to punch you in the face because you're so right. I have nothing to contribute. <laughs> you're so correct. That's why I want. I want to hurt you because your facts are too excellent. But that's the exact thing that's so interesting is especially about this moment of Jeff Hardy, is it's kind of like his Marty Jannetty, Shawn Michaels breakout movement. And everyone was like, Jeff's Shawn. And then everyone's like, oh no, Jeff's Marty. And he's the world champion. And it's like, listen, I'm Jeff Hardy. I do not want to fuck my daughter, but I do not want to talk to her. I want to talk to (laughs) Pills. Like that, like Jeff Hardy. He's like like Jimmy Snuka. No, Jeff Hardy's so much yeah okay great yeah yeah like as in jimmy snooker just wants to be left like the character of jimmy Snuka just wants to be left alone to jump on opponents and that Je- that's jeff hardy's entire personality like yeah jeff hardy's getting fucked up he's like i got the fear now i had a dream once where i jumped off a building and i just didn't land on my feet turned out that was a real day and i was just fucked up like
1: <laughs> yeah but they uh, immediately uh have him when he resigns he re-
0: with the company. They immediately... Ha, shoot, Edge, you tried to fuck my fucking brother's fucking girlfriend, who was fuck my her. sister. You fucked my sister. I... I'm the one who fucks my yeah, sister. I'm from fucking like, the southern United States, and
1: that means you are my king. You fuck yeah. my sister, you are my literal better. Here is a championship.
0: Edge. you are much better than me because you nutted in what I wanted to, my sister's Christian Jesus cave. Now <laughs> you are the champion of both me and Seventh Day Evangelical Church in Asheville, North Carolina. You can pin me, Edge, but you can't pin Jesus. So- this is WWE
1: CW and the Hardys uh, oh, team yeah, again yeah, 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 there yeah. for the first time beating the
0: FBI, which is how you do ECW. You Goddamn have right.
1: All the original ECW guys be full jobbers, which is what
0: Exactly. Doing. And you want to make sure that it's the FBI that everyone loved, which was the late stage FBI where it was Little Guido and Tony Mameluke and not the much better FBI when it was Little Guido, Tommy Rich, Tracy Smothers. That's the FBI we all love. Yeah. The big no dong, to Tommy Rich. That's why it was so funny.
1: That's the best. Anyway, uh, at Survivor Series, they're part of Team DX, which gains a clean sweep over Team RKO.
0: Team rated RKO because uh, this is oh, yeah, because DX. Is, and, yeah, 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 yeah. This is Christian boys. DX. Like this is Triple H. This is the second run of just to remind everyone who's fucking in charge. Triple H. Like this is oh yeah. This, this is, is the like, run, two years which is in why a row?
1: was yeah it two yeah, yeah three years in a row that they did just like Triple H with whoever was kind of like they did one with him and CM Punk were on the same team and it was kind of like yeah 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 we're being cheered because we're standing next to this guy that's how much they like us do you know what I mean like he just put himself next to the people who the crowd actually liked so they would get cheered
0: what's interesting is I guarantee it's this moment in time which is why Triple H is now like that's not as many get well cards as I thought I was gonna get like a lot a lot of people have had this thought I should send him a get well card you know what fuck that guy yeah that's what I guarantee like I guarantee Paul Levesque is a wonderful man that you're just kind of like. Yeah, suck it. Like, fuck you. Like, yeah, suck you it. Don't... Really? Yeah. Suck it. Hey, Paul, suck on my little penis. I never drank.
1: I've never had a drop of alcohol, and you should suck my dick. Paul, yeah, I've never you had.
0: Just say, suck it.
1: It's way less formal and way cooler. No, 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 no. no. That was them, the character I Triple wish You would suck my dick. Is
0: that That's a the character okay H. Triple H. Paul Levesque wants you to suck his dick. Hey, I've got. Five words for you. Can you suck my dick? <laughs> <laughs> now. Six now. words. Now, suck it now.
1: And don't um, like it. And don't like do it. you think
0: like that it. right before Triple H and Stephanie have sex, he goes in the bathroom and she plays the DX theme on her phone? Doom, doom. Wow. He plays
1: the game. There's no way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the yeah, King you're of right. Kings, when he was like, yup, oh, it I is the name? King of Kings. Jesus
1: Christ's name.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, let me, how, that how, did, how much did Triple H stack the deck against everyone else so he would always be on top? Well, he has three of his own different theme songs, one of which is just played at WrestleMania before his actual theme. And he also, for a while, just invented a tradition that Wrestle, he has big, cool entrances at WrestleMania, which no one enjoyed. No one has ever been like, you know what I'm looking forward to? Sh- uh, st- uh, uh, Triple H thinking he's the road warrior.
1: Yeah, man. What was the, uh, the Sting match where it's like Sting's big uh, WWE first match and he gets a crow and Triple H literally got Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator and all the T1 or in the T800. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The whatever. last good WrestleMania in the match that was basically member berries while Sting just goes, really, I'm losing to this fuck.
1: Oh, and also Sting is on a team with the NWO for some reason. Well,
0: he. Te- I never understood why people were bothered by that because I was like, Sting was technically a member of the NWO with Kevin Nash. Never this is with canonical. Hogan. This was canon. It's canonical, though, Dylan. Remember that? No, I don't know what, what you're is.
1: saying. What do you mean it's canonical? It's canon. It's not canon because it would mean, have been the Wolfpack
0: then. Which Kevin Nash was on. Kevin Nash was like, "Hey, let's combine the Wolfpack and Hollywood into the." Well, um, oh, that's what
1: you think in your mind. That's how it just kept on going.
0: The NWO has never stopped. They are still trying to. They succeeded in ta- the WWE succeeded in taking over WCW. NWO won, guys. I hate to break it to you, but much like in life, the New World Order is winning American politics, and it's already won wrestling politics. I hope you're fucking happy. And now the NWO is trying to take down a great man. Do you want know who that great man is? Me. <laughs>
1: exactly. Uh, Jeff Hardy worked closely with Triple H during late 2007 and late, and again, in late 2008, and that's what we know is going to happen here, is this is finally Jeff Hardy winning, which I think is really calculated by Triple H, because around this time, he's getting a lot of heat for not jobbing to anybody, and he's like, oh, I'll just job to Jeff Hardy, who's the perfect, like, everyone wants him to win, but then once he, he's like every Ring of Honor champion around this area, where it's like, that's everyone so wants funny. him to yeah, win, yeah, yeah. and then he wins, and everyone's like, oh. All right, I guess I didn't want this for Oh yeah, Christmas I forgot.
0: after all. Yeah, I forgot his chest was very sunken.
1: <laughs> or just like, hey, what's your promo like? Uh, this guy's against me, I guess, and yeah. I'm going to swan-tom him or miss, and it's still fine.
0: I okay. would like one of the fans to give me some Trisket crackers. I have had no food. I am very hungry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can someone please put some Listerine in this beer? It is not strong enough i would just
0: like to let everyone know i am here i am here john did you watch wrestling during this period i did not but for one of the other i believe it jeff the other jeff hardy episode i misread the captions on a youtube clip and i ended up watching a lot of jeff hardy cm punk stuff from this era cm puck because he was a little trickster like- he does love hockey, almost he in an him. annoying way. Can I just say that everything about CM Punk from this period forward, just if you look back on it, is kind of really annoying? Ah, the company's not treating me right, so I'm going home. Like, you, you just changed the tone ever so slightly on CM Punk's continual booking. Also, can I just say I've never seen a champion more that as soon as he wins a belt for the first time, he's leaving for a month. I am not to talk about CM Punk. Well, I'm, bring, I'm bringing him back in because okay. he is... Absolutely, the reason why this little title—is this the title run that is CM Punk versus Jeff Hardy, or is that the next one? I don't know. But th- I mean, this, I, this, I, I this
1: is. This is. But I couldn't read ahead. I.
0: I understand you were t- you were being a you were being a, a good father, which mm-hmm. we're all impressed by. Here is what I would say about that: is re- Jeff Hardy is absolutely like a Ring of Honor champion, or like any champion the internet uh, wrestling community always wants. They're like, yeah, that guy's the champion, and they're like, and his new opponent, Kane. you are like, ah, for fuck's sake um but when it's jeff hardy cm punk this is what is very interesting and i think very informative of moving forward in that this is the first time where it's very much w- what wrestlers now look like fighting over the rest the world of world championship this is the first oh, time right. where it's it's two guys that are around five eleven fighting a lot like yeah. it is normal a normal much- sized men fighting yes. <laughs> yeah yeah, one of them's on drugs, one of them's not. You can not really tell which one's which. Um, and I think it's very informative in that this gets over and is really remembered by a, a huge segment of the now wrestling audience. But at that time, I don't think drew that great money. Like it was not that it was very critically lauded, and was sort of the beginning of that sort of Dave Meltzery, like I like this, the like Twitter likes it, but it doesn't actually translate into any tickets being moved whatsoever.
1: Well, it's very much positioned as this period is like Raw is the A show, SmackDown's the B show. The only thing that they would use to sell um, the network on the fact that SmackDown was still good was like, hey, The Undertaker's on this, and this is like kind of a – it it really does encapsulate why – people like me and you don't watch the wwe now which is here's what would happen cm punk which did happen here where it's like cm punk has this great feud with jeff hardy and beats jeff hardy kicks him out of wwe and then the undertaker is like okay well we need the undertaker to come back uh to sell a pay-per-view so he's just gonna beat
0: cm punk very easily now yeah. it's idle and then he it to yeah that's a, yeah. it was a very it's also this weird thing of the undertaker we all loved the undertaker because we didn't watch smackdown and he would just show up at wrestlemania in this time period and just put on a fucking wrestling clinic but you look at any clip from him showing up in wrestling around this time and it's like i've never seen someone with more of a gut he's just like uh i hope the Jesus hope the old black oh yeah he's using the black there's a reason why it's under no, biker this is, no
1: wait sorry this no yes this it is that is very thin this is
0: thin. no undertaker. this is 2000 2000- yeah. no this is like post edge champion weird like muscly man boob undertaker i would say no yes no this is prime
1: undertaker yeah this is undertaker i'm old but i'm thin caved in chest I just Googled Undertaker 2008. This is totally. All
0: right, let me. Now let like me look. This is you
1: could say his prime. His second prime for sure. Because he does
0: not have a, a pootie. Oh, God damn it.
1: He starts having a pootie. Honestly, I think this is kind of like the best version of the Undertaker.
0: Yeah, this is the best version of the Undertaker. I got this totally wrong. I'm like, th- I was thinking three years later than this. God damn it. Yeah, this is like Once really. he loses to Lesnar, then it's like, okay. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no 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 no, 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 no. And like in the run up to the law, like I'm. I also like the Lesnar is the worst one when he shows up and he's got that weird hair and he's just, he just like, Oh, why is this hot topic manager be beaten up by this wildebeest?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's terrible. But anyway, Jeff Hardy,
0: the most important Jeff- thing is Call him Jeff he's being
1: himself. He Call him also once again right now, gets bitch. kicked out briefly for substance abuse.
0: Oh yeah. The thing you should know about this period of him being in the WWE, okay, Dylan, you be, uh, you be the drug test. i be Jeff Hardy. Hello.
1: Oh, you're Jeff Hardy? I'm the drug test? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you on drugs?
0: Yes. Yeah, that's what it was like. I like, like, I like your yeah. Oh, I thought you would. Yeah, no, I, I... Listen, I... <laughs> yes, this is also the period of... T- can I just say the Intercontinental Championship, much like HPV, you can try and get rid of it. You can think it's gone. It always stays. No matter who has it, it's sticking around, baby. Like, the Intercontinental Championship has been damaged so badly in my lifetime. Like, it used to fucking... I remember caring so much when they were doing like the Razor Ramon, um, Shawn Michaels deal. Like, put that Intercontinental title on Diesel. Who can beat him? He's so much taller. And now it's just like, I don't know, that fucking James Ellsworth's non chin is the Intercontinental Champion and his dick is the fucking lighter. I don't give a shit.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, here's something for context. Much like The Simpsons, this will blow your mind. Go ahead. The Intercontinental Champion chip has basically not mattered for now 23 whole years.
0: Yeah, that's correct. It hasn't mattered since the, since Steve Austin won threw it, in it from lake, yeah. from Owen Hart and then threw it in a lake.
1: Since yeah, since he threw out that or that belt. Yeah, like, as and soon then it it got like the weird what attitude it's like a smart watch.
0: Yeah, the attitude belt. era like check out this fucking jewelry an Armenian man would wear in Glendale <laughs> exclusively. Yeah, take
1: that Armenia.
0: Uh, not Armenia the Armenians of Glendale Dylan it's very specific okay cool yeah I've been
1: I haven't been to Glendale but I fucking based on what you've been texting me about Armenians of Glendale
0: they are bad people right John I mean well no I think that they have very affordable gold t-shirts and also can I say this Mm -hmm. and it's a community that I think is important in every city you need one group of European descended human beings that stand in front of their small businesses and smoke cigarettes no matter what's happening in that business. Are they wearing velvet (laughs) loafers with some sort of embroidered symbol on them, on the toes? Dylan, look at my face. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. Uh, Okay, so this is...
1: So, I forgot about this feud completely. Triple H and... Jeff Hardy have a respect
0: feud? I had no idea this ever happened, and I read this sentence in the research right before I went for a run. Uh, full disclosure, respect, slept terribly, had a bunch you. of grief dreams, and I didn't believe this happened. I don't believe this happened. I think that Christopher Hobson uh, smoked a bunch of fucking sweet pot. He smoked Maui Wowie and Alaskan mm-hmm. Thunderfuck, and he made this up because, let me say this right now, a guy who has his own band that makes his theme music uh i guarantee triple and h only his theme music and only his theme music i guarantee triple h really respects jeff hardy jeff hardy does not respect triple h at all and that was what it was like in the locker room like triple H is like it uh, uh jeff can you make uh, uh, me uh, a theme song in the game and Je- uh, jeff is like you ever do shrooms paul <laughs> <laughs> and he's like uh if you mean add portobello mushrooms to an omelet no <laughs> no,
1: there's no protein in that.
0: That is not. That's a uh, that's a nightshade that does not encourage uh, anti-inflammatory behavior in a muscle. So if you're taking as much HGH as I am not, you want to make sure to not have anything that's going to inflame your muscles because uh, the chemicals you're taking and various pills and herbs you're taking so that you piss clean, so your father-in-law doesn't uh, punish you for taking steroids, which is to he makes you completely strip naked and just walk on a beach with him. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you 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 want to make sure you're taking those cleansing pills. I don't want to go
1: on the uh, walk trust again.
0: I, uh, I don't want to have to sit in a meeting and just listen to him and John Laurinaitis compare paralegals based off of after they've sat in a chair smell.
1: Uh, but this is Triple H's, and it's not as bad, but it is Triple H's version of like when Hogan lost to Kidman. I was like, see, I have a fucking job all the time. Oh my God. Why isn't he over?
0: It, it's. I, I actually well, think you've it's exactly. It's exa- on TV for ten years. It's yeah, also exactly the same because you. It's also this weird thing of it shows that th- that with Hogan and this with Triple H, but this is more with Triple H. Is Triple H is guaranteed a guy like, yeah, I don't listen to David Meltzer, and then he does something like this, and I'm like, oh, I think you fucking do, Paul, Paul, Paul. I think you fucking do, Paul,
1: Paul, Paul. You gotta stop being so alive.
0: No, I will not stop.
1: So. He also, Jeff Hardy does, he has a feud with Umaga, and uh, Umaga is just what the doctor ordered, but it's like, he's one of those dudes where they're like, yeah, put him in a feud with Umaga, and they want him to be the new Kane type thing, where it's like, okay, we'll get someone to lose to Umaga and just have them be over, but they don't really book Umaga strong enough, consistently enough, where he could be the new Kane. But Jeff Hardy does, and they do have fucking amazing. They're like made for each other.
0: I kind of agree. I also think that Umaga, this sounds really weird, really suffered from dying when he did in that I do think he would have actually sort of turned a corner. I think they could have what they really just needed to do with Umaga, which I think they've now kind of finally learned with Roman Reigns, is let the guy under like you can be that monster beast guy but just let the guy talk and it just makes it more realistic because it's the ufc mm. has now basically been like these guys are just fighters and they want to fight and like umaga would have worked so well in that type of character and that like he wears the war paint because it makes him feel crazy it him it's Turn on his manager like you could have done so much stuff with that character because the one thing that they they, and this was Jim Ross's, I think, last really amazing moment of putting a wrestler over using commentary is Jim Ross sounded genuinely like he was like, you got good guy. Now you got to worry about that that Simone's back. It's a thumb to the rope, but I don't know but if you ever taken the thumb to the eye from a sex but worker, it's but it's it a
1: character that he totally understands where it's like they're using the Asiatic Spike, which was a finishing move from when Jim Ross was a child. Oh, and yeah. The character is this man who's not white as a savage. At the yeah, he loves the it. And like, you're right. I It's crazy that they took them that long to come up with a character like roman reigns which was hey i'm a normal guy and but i you know uphold my heritage of being a warrior and like his his promos are just a dude in a sweatsuit like an athlete coming out being like i'm gonna kick the shit out of it and And also after the match after the match having the fucking thing put on him slowly like it's all perfect and you're right they totally could have done it with umaga but umaga's a, not as good on the mic as Roman Reigns. Not that, like, he Roman Reigns has been given ample opportunity to become very good on the mic. Yeah,
0: I was Roman also going to say, Ra- Roman Reigns has literally had a decade. Like, Roman yes. Reigns' promos, when he was, like, when literally he couldn't walk out without people being like, I will cut your dick off. You gave my kids AIDS. Kids AIDS. Kids AIDS. Oh, bro, suck my ass. Um, he Like, he's, like... The reason why Roman Reigns is good on a mic now is because he was trained in hell. Like he like, like and he was the only wrestler ever in the WWE given the opportunity to be like not even the Rock was hated as much as Roman Reigns.
1: No, Cena wasn't because Cena also came in preternaturally good at promos
0: versus Roman Reigns was like as good as Batista. And then now, oh, I think that's a Batista. big insult to Batista. Roman Reigns, like Roman Reigns in the Shield, it would be like Dean Ambrose, like, and then we're gonna fucking take his shit or whatever. And then Seth Rollins would be like, yeah, shitting. And Roman Reigns would be like, <laughs> like, he was just like, what, okay, bathroom. Yeah, I don't like. I, I I keep the door open so my mommy can check on me. And you're like, oh <laughs> they no, they didn't inform me it would be this crass. Yeah, just because I'm wearing bulletproof vests doesn't mean I don't feel the barbs of your comments. That would be very. Fames. That would be good. This vest is not metaphorical. What you're saying hurts. Yeah. Ooh, stop <laughs> it. No, I had leu-
1: I had leukemia. Damn
0: it! And you cheered me for one week.
1: That is one of the funniest things where they like, came out let and me say, let me leukemia.
0: Let me say this about wrestling fans. We've got integrity. <laughs> I nearly died from cancer. Yeah? And we don't like the way you fake fight. Boo. Mm-hmm. Boo. But still <laughs> though, fuck you. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah, they wouldn't fucking do that in in hockey. In hockey, if you have cancer, you're getting cheered, even if you were recently traded from that town. Not in fucking wrestling. I got fucking news for you. Jeff Hardy better not fucking show his face anytime soon in AEW, or everyone's going to be making police siren noises and whatever they think a DUI sounds like. They're going to
1: fucking... Uh, they're gonna 180 percent still cheer him and pretend there's just a certain guy where it's like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter because the internet already likes them like if ken yeah. kennedy had the exact same arrest record as jeff hardy he'd be in jail in a country where you can't see your family because the internet wrestling fans would have just swatted his house so much but jeff hardy is like hey jeff hardy drank and drove and uh drove into an elementary school killing only the kids and but he did manage to avoid all the teachers that are suspected of um i don't know voting pedophilia for nazis and
0: then he's yeah, like, yeah they're oh, nazi pedophiles cool. like yeah sports. they'd be like well i mean at least he missed some people is what the wrestling community. i mean they wouldn't they wouldn't what it would be is half the people saying that and the other half be like jeff hardy's a fucking asshole actually i saw him at ring of honor and he's a fucking asshole I guess, I mean,
1: there's only really a couple recorded things of him being a cock, because uh, we know that the wonderful Christopher Hobson watched everything that Jeff Hardy has ever said to Man or Beast. and um,
0: Christopher Hobson actually flew to, I believe, Asheville, North Carolina, got himself arrested, spent the night in the adjoining cell from Jeff Hardy, just because in the research, we actually know what he sleeps like when in prison. I was shocked to hear that it was on his stomach near the toilet. It's warm, is what he said. <laughs> It's also fun to time Jeff Hardy's WWE runs, where
1: it's like in TNA he's like, "Oh, I can do a little thing I like to call Gatorade," but it's just different types of pills. And then, the, <laughs>
0: and then in the WWE, he's like,
1: "Better just have nineteen beers and get behind the wheel of a huge car."
0: What I like about Jeff Hardy's various breakdowns is the first one. When asked what happened, he was like, "Well, listen, I got I got into meth, and it it's good. I like it." <laughs> like, And then the next one is like, um, uh, so what happened there, Jeff? And it's exactly where he was like, listen, I wasn't trying to get out of control like I wasn't TNA, so I would just start the day with eight beers and then just try not to shit my pants.
1: That's the thing about this, man. It reminds me of a lot of addicts that we know where it's like, obviously, if you're addiction, seek help. But like.
0: Trying to describe... And actually seek help. Don't uh, don't let Dylan's lack of enthusiasm bum you out. Like, I understand that Dylan is one of those people that stands in front of AE meetings, well, sipping from yeah, yeah. a cognac as soon
1: bottle. As, a, as, as, soon as, a, as soon as an AA meeting I out, I've timed them all out in Toronto, and I go, hey, you've
0: changed. Not as funny. Oh, yeah, he does. And he stands up. He says that in front, and he goes, still smoking, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it reminds me of like, there's a ton of people, and I do have a skit about this, but there's a ton of people who we know who have stopped drinking, but still do drugs all the time
0: uh, So it's, it's the like, most toronto comedy thing i have the amount of christmases i've come back and i have been i have been yelled at I by someone coke, i'm not a pussy yeah someone on blow talking to me about how much better they feel now that they don't drink and it's like i gotta tell you buddy you don't look better you look thinner not better
1: yeah exactly you're literally see-through but yeah sure congrats you don't need anymore. i guess Hey everybody! Just a quick break. Whoa! To thank you guys for donating to Patreon. If you go to patreoncom review we have many many options, such as brand new untouched episodes. So far, we've recorded episodes about Chris Benoit, Jimmy Snuka. We took a, real, a a break from evil people and and talked about One Man Gang, and really fun people like that. That's for five bucks a month. You get access to a whole library. Of forty, I'm just guessing, forty extra episodes, including some watch alongs of Hogan Knows Best. We've done a lot of fun stuff. We're yep, operating yep, our page Yeah. And <laughs> uh Thank you so much. Ten bucks gets you access to the video if you want to see what two ugly people look like. Everyone, come
0: over to my place. Sleep with me.
1: Twenty and twenty-five dollars gets you picking which wrestler you want us to review. Thanks so much for listening again. We love you. Lay down on a bed of roses. Yes, I did remove all the thorns. But it's like, Jeff Hardy's that guy where he's like, and I and it is a point to be made, but it's like, someone's like, hey man, you're drinking a lot. And he's like, uh,
0: I used to do meth. Get off my dick. Yeah, it's like, um, there's a very famous quote from Kevin Smith about Jason Mewes of all people, which was, uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Smith once watched Jason Mewes drink six Red Bulls back to back. And then was like, uh, should you be doing that? And he's like, Bro, I used to shoot speedballs three times a day, and that kills people. And then he was like, fair point. Enjoy your Red Bull. Yeah. Uh,
1: is Red Bull as bad as that? I mean, Red Bull's pretty bad.
0: Red Bull's pretty bad. I mean, fuck me. We've hung out with fucking uh, Brendan Burns, uh, who, mm. when sober, Red Bull canes is my- monster. Holy fuck. Yeah. Red Bull is just microdosing amphetamines though that's what yeah 100 that yeah that's exactly what it is it's my also can we just say this right now calling it micro dosing is still mm-hmm. taking drugs the amount of people that i have been at comedy shows with recently that are like i've microdosed on mushrooms i feel much more calm and then i watched one guy be like doesn't affect me at all and he literally went to open a bottle of water if the wa- bottle of water is here he opened it like over here and then like and then Took a sip like that with the capsule on, and I was like, oh yeah, not feeling any of the effects, you fucking goon.
1: Yeah, microdosing. I used to do that in high school, back when it was called being a pussy
0: like that's everyone
1: just called me a pussy because i was like i don't want to like get fucked up in the woods that's terrifying i'll just take a bit of this stuff
0: yeah and that you've heard it here first guys dylan got massive puss john hastings hot boy i don't want to
1: like i don't understand like what do i this whole thing about like oh take mushrooms and then get into your mind yeah i yeah (laughs) i don't want to Like, my dad's dead. It's okay if you're, like, an HR manager looking to have a hobby. Go for the fucking mushrooms. But, like, my dad's dead. I'm good. Like, I don't want to be, like... Look in there and then maybe break my brain. Go fuck yourself. Here's the thing
0: is I took a bunch of mushrooms after I did a bunch of therapy and I'm like getting right with myself. And they were they had nothing to do with my brain. It was I I saw a bunch of rainbows shoot out of Valhalla, which just turned out to be a campfire. And it was very nice. Like, stop Mm -hmm. acting like mushrooms. Like, I agree with you completely. We're like, it's therapeutic. It's like, no, it's not. You're seeing funny, weird cartoons that aren't there. And it's fun. Stop acting like can we stop? Can my generation please stop ruining drugs? Do drugs like Jeff Hardy? That's I don't know why great. Jeff Hardy wants want, drugs wants wants for to, drugs. Yeah, let's just do drugs not to get fucked up. Everything is for yeah, self improvement,
1: guys. Goddamn right. Yeah, just wrestling
0: podcasts because it are makes for self improvement. Eating
1: off fun again.
0: Goddamn right, it does. Smoke We're weed do at our night, own fucking sponsored because do you want to know why? Is. Because it is sort of fun at the end of the day to smoke a bunch of weed. Stop acting like it's combating your anxiety. Being fucked up can be fun. Just
1: it nothing. <laughs> This is the whole thing about, like, how entrepreneur culture is leached into everything. Oh, I know. If one more person tells me to hustle, I'm going to cut their penis off. But, like, all the caretakers that when I was a caretaker with the Toronto School Board, all the young ones were into crypto. They had some side hustle. They were doing something. All the old caretakers were like, you know what you should get into? Getting so drunk, fishing's hard. Like, and you're like, yeah, that sounds (sighs) like you have a way better life. Like, yeah, no, but I then again, they could so they could own land without three jobs. So maybe I'm speaking to nobody. They weren't like, uh yeah, I have this job, but I also need three more jobs. They were yeah, just like, but as I, I said have 40 t- bucks, I own the town
0: of Keswick now. Who wants to fish? as i said to everyone who got into crypto who was like and now i'm gonna be able to buy my own house in cash i went i want you to explain to me how crypto is made and they went mining and then never explained it and i went you're all fucked here's the difference between old dudes and young dudes old dudes have figured out fuck this i'm going to fucking sit somewhere and do something that's not hard but seems hard so no one fucking bothers me Mm -hmm. young people are like i'm fucking out there making it happen it's like you're not you're out there working uber and being sad shut the fuck up Go jack so off. You somewhere.
1: This is the other thing, you gotta think about what you're spending while you're working so hard. Because if you're working super hard and you can't make yourself lunch, then you've just already lost money because you have to pay someone else to make you the thing. Anyway. This, this, is, now, the way, I'm a, now I I'm on an want old you to know everything every I want, like you, to I want you to see. know
0: one thing about Dylan Gott. Dylan God everyone has been obsessed with how much
1: piece of salami around an apple, eat it. Also eat the core. That's every meal now. That's i also you want you guys time. to know dylan
0: got we truly is obsessed with when people um uh just eat in restaurants all the time because he literally is like you're just throwing money away that's you are th- it is it and we all that's have that a one father, thing
1: i'll die father
0: it is the best thing i remember deep in covid one of our friends was having a little like financial hiccup and you just i guarantee you don't even remember saying this you went i'll tell you why he's in a fucking situation because that dumb fuck um that dumb fuck uh eats at restaurants more than once a day. What are you mm-hmm. fucking what are you, what are you the fucking king of England? Is exactly you what Kardashian? you said and I laugh. Are you a Kardashian? It was so fucking funny. Just so just like just like, what are you? I didn't realize oh, I didn't realize I was friends with the Duke of Windsor. Make your own fucking lunch. It's just exactly. like what the fuck? No one
1: should be that used to service. Service should be a special thing where it's on holidays. And frankly, I also think there's too many holidays. I want to be a politician, and my only thing is we're cutting away some of these goddamn there are way holidays. There There's
0: so many holidays in Canada, especially, and I've mm. learned this from living in K- the U.S. And also, by the way, Susan, I think I've, this has become... the Welcome to the Old Man Review with Gus yeah. and Lou. It's been <laughs> yeah. too long. Yeah, goddamn. Time to... Go oh, I go. save
1: money on what? What? Whoa, what? I need a fucking something to get my dick hard? No, you need spit. That's it. Spit. Yeah. You want know I fucking wife. save
0: money? <laughs> I don't got any friends. I got one friend who's my dog. your wife ugly,
1: get a divorce. That's what I'll have. That's my divorce guy. <laughs> Welcome, ads. everyone,
0: to the rest of the review. If your wife is ugly, get a divorce. Jeff Hardy, what's your best and worst? Um... There's <laughs> a
1: guy who, uh, there's a guy around this area who had a, the greatest slogan for a real estate agent ever, which was don't get a divorce, get a bigger house. Thank okay. <laughs> you.
0: Is that divorce agent related to you in some way? That seems like a real, oh, he's a go- real estate agent. Wait, you got you don't you're not related to a lot of real estate agents? Uh
1: I know a couple, but I'm related to a lot of people that work for dig pools. <laughs> mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: Yeah, and they get drunk, and that, my friend,
0: is all. I really offended a friend of mine because he said uh, he was in a ska band for like 15 years, and now he just sells jacuzzis, and I said when I found this out, so is that what happens when you're in a ska band for 15 years? And he said, you're not the first person to make that joke, and it's not funny. And I got to tell you, yes, it is. Yes, it very much is every day. Yeah, it's... Yeah, the ska band of the world is the jacuzzi salesman. This is something I don't need and isn't fun. Let's buy it. That's what ska music and jacuzzis both are.
1: Something I really like about going back to hang out with my family is, like, I lost weight, and then every comedian's like, did you do keto? What diet are you on? Everyone in my family was like, oh, yeah, I gave up beer. Like, that's all you have to do because they all have manual labor jobs. So they're like, you gave up beer. That's how you lose 60
0: whole pounds. For oh, that. yeah. Yeah. It's also, by the way, the thing that I've, and I've said this to a bunch of people, because I've also, uh, I've lost, uh, I've lost a bunch of weight and tightened. And let me tell you what the, what no one wants to hear when they ask, how'd you do that? And I just went, I've been really sad. So I've just been running up hills. So I don't cry. And they're just like, what they all then are like, you need to go to a therapist. And I'm like, I mean, you just said, I look great. So I think that I don't, I think you need to go to a therapist. (laughs) Exactly. You need to go
1: a therapist for being a big puss.
0: Yeah, exactly. Go to a fucking physical therapist and figure out how they... so they can maybe figure out why you're a fucking giant pussy, but you still got dick, bro. There you go. Th- that's the other thing, is like, everybody wants to be fucking
1: swole as hell, but nobody wants the answer of, I don't know, man, two hours a day and then eat specific
0: things. Uh, two hours a day and that? eating specific things, by the way, is how Jeff Hardy tested positive on so many wellness checks. We're back in. So the respect match... No, no, no.
1: Oh, okay. More talking in circles i remember we told we were gonna do this later in the episode so people listening would be like oh thank god they went right in the episode and then the middle is just like
0: yeah we tricked here you here is
1: how you make a real salad
0: yeah no tomatoes, no lettuce, mm. only cottage cheese, but none of the water, just the salad curds. Salad
1: too fucking fancy. You get would vinegar, you, and you like how sour it is. That's would you a like to know what Richard
0: there. Nixon ate for lunch every day for like 15 years? It's one of the most what were his shit likes lunches I've ever... No, that was for breakfast, you fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. So he looked Baby good. Baby skulls for breakfast. Baby skulls for breakfast, adrenochrome. And then mm-hmm. for lunch, he would have uh, pineapple circles... Uh, And in the middle, he put cottage cheese. And all I can think is what was his asshole must have been awful. What is that?
1: That's my Nana used to make that for. And then I would just not eat it and I would eat the cottage cheese. Oh, that sounds so gross. I ate cottage cheese and pineapple once. And as Alexis said, my wife, she said, that's the slowest I've ever seen you eat. Because I was like trying to eat it to be polite, but I was like, "This is so." I just ate at the speed of a normal man. That's I don't I didn't stand for just that. Just Hoover it all. Yeah, in that's my not fat how you. Ice. That's
0: not how we eat here on the restaurant You want to know how are you, no, eat? Looking, fast. You're looking at two men that are not welcome in certain grocery stores because if we get a hold of the rotisserie chicken, it doesn't make it to checkout. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Why are you? Why are you buying just some of these chicken bones in a bag? Ask me about my business again, and you will be sworn at, madam. Sucker dick on the wall not (laughs)
1: mine that'd be bad but on the wall i'll tell you what else was bad no
0: don't no once again jeff hardy's intercontinental title run (laughs) um when he was facing johnny nitro now i forgot he was called johnny nitro fun fact it's because he had sided with eric bischoff and this was the weird period of time when eric bischoff was just the raw gm for like seven years
1: we should also talk about this. How uh, Jeff Hardy is one of those people where they immediately, Jeff Hardy. The whole storyline is call him Jeff Hardy. H, now he's fucking ready to yeah. win the world title.
0: He fucking did it. So they
1: soft it by making. Makes Hey, they soft it because he's on SmackDown, so he beats the SmackDown guy, which is really like he's gonna win the world title. Look at he won this thing that doesn't that is like basically positioned as the Intercontinental title. So that's how they soft it. First of all, secondly, he beats Edge. As a story goes, that's amazing. Jeff Hardy was the number one dude in their tag team wars. They have a ladder match, or sorry, Extreme Rules match. He beats Edge. Fucking awesome. Then what do they do? They have CM Punk come out and beat him immediately with with cashing in the money in the bank. Now- they, I could see that Vince and everybody knew that Jeff Hardy was like a Ronnie Garvin champion where everyone wanted him to win. But once he wins, that's like kind of like, what do you do with the guy? You don't really have like an inherent feud you could go into unless honestly, unless honestly, no, Christian would have been TNA at this point.
0: But like you can do feuds. There's like, a bunch of feuds you could have done with Jeff Hardy because the one thing is, is, is just that get creative. Yeah, you get creative. And then this is also a time where... Can he actually beat Triple H? Can he actually beat John Cena? Can he actually beat Batista? Can he actually beat, like... All those big dudes and stuff like what that. It's that? also like fucking great Khali's in there. I'll fucking watch Jeff Hardy fucking climb and, and do easiest, a bunch of blitz. He's the yeah. best guy to have big monster matches against because the guy doesn't even need to be
1: work because it's like, yeah, great Khali pushes him. Jeff Hardy literally runs out of the ring down into the stage and spears himself into a real night. It
0: would be it's fucking amazing. I can't. And I have to tell you, I don't know why they never thought of this. Dylan, I think they weren't him? committed to
1: Jeff yeah. Hardy because. At this point, the Straight Edge Society and CM Punk is actually
0: like you can see CM Punk is actually enjoying what he's doing, and the Straight Edge Society was one of the. It it's very, it was very much a gimmick that it was very much the Ministry of Darkness d- uh, gimmick, done much better. So they did it just without any of the fantastic elements. It's just a megalomaniacal ass, mm-hmm. um, and um, one of the good brother who um, Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows. Um, I, let me say this about Luke Gallows. He really seems like the kind of guy that you walk into an airport strip club and you're like, yeah, of course you're here. Yeah, why wouldn't you be here? Just, just having a coffee at a strip club, just hanging out. Feel, I like to be treated like a gentleman. That's what he would say. And then also he's joined. Is that Molly Holly or is that someone else? I always think it's Molly Serena Holly. Deeb, but- and it's a really good. So it's not. It's
1: not Molly Holly. It is absolutely not Molly Holly. Molly. And, but the interesting thing about this is, and this is like a perfect thing of what makes wrestling angles work, is that he just comes out. CM Punk does with Luke Gallows and says, "Yeah, he was on drugs when he was Festus, and now he's Luke Gallows. He's cured. I cure people, and he just basically just because, he just basically it's the Manson family." But, yeah, it's and it's and, also one of those ones where it's done well enough. AEW has one now. It's like with MP- Malachi Black. MKF- sorry go for
0: they sort of have they're trying to do it now a bit with the house of black they were doing it a bit with edge as well the reason why this works so well cm punk is a couple of reasons one cm punk is was sniveling and grew his hair and beard really long and had like a shitty um uh lip ring and why that's all important is they were a lot of these guys out in the zeitgeist in society right now at that time this was really the time of pickup artists it was the time of really fucking like you want to know how you get a girl wear a vest no shirt underneath like it was just a lot of weird advice for dudes on the internet so it just echoed a lot of things that were things that were in the zeitgeist in a way that wrestling doesn't usually and it was and Dylan I hope you're sitting down are you sitting down it was pretty great
1: yeah, it's also like, uh, what do you say? It's, it's CM Punk reworking something he did on the indies and then adding shit.
0: Yeah, it's basically CM Punk's career kind of goes in sort of an arc, which is he does an angle like this, then the summer of punk, then he leaves. Oh, and make sure that if he gets a title, he will drop it or disappear for a while. That's the main thing I want to take away from CM Punk's entire wrestling career. First time he gets a belt, what's going to happen? He's going to leave for a long time.
1: But that I think that makes sense. If you lose something, come back, so then it's like,
0: I'm new and improved. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but he don't wins stay something around and then leaves. wins something, leave, fucking... win something and then just leaves.
1: But this is the perfect... Really, Jeff Hardy, this is, this is why Jeff Hardy, even after this wellness violation, and the next one and the next one, will always 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 be around because he full jobs to cm punk where it's like i'm full. gonna try and transfer you all my power and he did the exact same thing to rob van dam he was the only guy in the entire yeah who
0: put over who, yeah rob van 100% dam
1: put him on just lo- hey we came out it was my specialty match and your specialty match you beat me mm-hmm. and that's that's and that's why jeff hardy will always have because If you have a guy who's the face-face of the company and who fits that, then you can't have him be a fucking drug addict who always gets in fucking shit. But if you just have a guy who's in your top ten, who's like a guy who's going to lose for a world title occasionally or whatever, then you can still have him be in your top mix and everyone will still be a big fan of them even if they fuck up all the time. And like. Should Jeff Hardy as a man, should wrestling promotions take some responsibility for the people they hire and send him to rehab and not hire him back? Uh yeah, probably. Yeah. Do yeah. they do they also hire and are run by people with sexual assault allegations against them? Absolutely. So 100%. Right. If you're going to litigate wrestling as a moral company or a moral compass then you can't really start with jeff hardy where it's like i'm sorry but like on the moral on the moral spectrum getting hammered and driving is bad but it's not as bad as sexual assault
0: yeah or whatever the fuck we find out tony tony khan's up to
1: Tony Khan, I guarantee, is into something so weird we don't even have a way to quantify
0: I just guarantee he's a guy that is is really he really enjoys all the stepbrother porn that we got going on right now. He's like
1: Oh ah! yeah, he probably only watches porn where it's like someone getting stuck and then
0: Oh scared. yeah, the stepmom stepmom stuck porn, oh, also, I guarantee stuck. when I don't someone know why that's so I guarantee funny. when someone's like who would actually pay for porn he reacts like how he reacted to Eric Bischoff's comments about um Uh, about uh, CM Punk oh fuck that guy is what he says I gotta tell you that rant no one has ever looked worse shut the fuck up you are you're yelling at yourself tone we all know you are Tony Tony every single
1: person as an adult that watched that with like friends and a family was like I guess if I just beat this guy up I could take what he has
0: yeah I think wait a minute if I if I just if I see that guy in the street I can just be like hey I'm I'm the CFO of AEW uh, no, you're not. Shut the fuck up, Tony. Hey, shut up, Poon. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing where CM, even CM
1: Punk is looking at him like, wow, this guy's a fucking loser.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I,
1: and CM Punk is tweeting at the mascot of an NHL team at that point. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Just, yeah. yeah. yeah CM, Punk, CM Punk's looking now.
0: at Tony Comey like, man, this guy's really petty. And then he's like, t- he's tweeting at the 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 mascot for the Chicago Blackhawks. Why weren't you in my section? I wanted a free t-shirt. Mm, but you should have been there when I won. Yeah. my uh, I'm the player and the coach. Uh, fuck you, Phil, you nerd. Um
1: but uh, CM Punk wins the championship for the second time.
0: Boy, does by he. By this is, and I got to tell you, this is such a good time. And this, is such, this is the... I really think this is the beginning of the CM Punk rise. And this is when the WWE is really trying to kill it. Because isn't this the CM Punk title that he wins? And then Randy Orton, not even on camera, kicks him in the head and he's like, I'm the no. championship now, man. Who wants to fuck my... Let me fuck your mom.
1: No, that was on Raw. He won. Um, that was when he was babyface CM Punk. And they were like really like that was the first that was the crazy thing where it's like i love competing like when he came out and he was like cm bret hart at first and he was like i love competing my only addiction is competition that's what his uh storyline was but then he becomes straight edge society heel on smackdown and this is the whole time of like king booker uh was before this but like you could do really really good work on smackdown it's just at some point you were going to have to face a guy from Raw and then they would beat you. So it was kind of like, it's kind of, in a weird way, it was kind of like NXT, where it's like you get these reminders yeah. that, oh, the NXT champion is positioned as like lower than the intercontinental champion. But within the world, if you just watch SmackDown and nothing else, then you could be like, you could basically pretend you watched a good wrestling.
0: Yeah, but it's a very interesting thing of like the SmackDown. It's such an interesting corollary, you actually mind, that we've never, I've never sort of thought about is that the WWE always has like, their main show, and then the other show that actually has a lot of good wrestling that they will destroy. SmackDown 6 SmackDown, destroyed. Triple H NXT, destroyed. Now we just have Vince McMahon's WWE where the Divas are required to change on top of a plastic uh, coffee table where he is sat underneath just going... <sighs> oh, God. Uh,
1: what hot fucking thing was I going to say? No, Yeah, uh, and usually
0: and you say something very hot and sticker.
1: This is a real the uh exploration of why jeff hardy's allowed to still get drunk and drive which is, is the way he loses to cm punk is he loses they flip-flop the title for no reason he loses to punk at Summerslam then he loses a loser leaves town cage match and cm punk's to come out and brag about how he ran jeff hardy out of town when in reality it's like he has a bunch of wellness violations coming up, and they still let him lose that cage match and leave the company without it being like, a, "Hey, he lost because he has wellness."
0: Gadzooks! Yeah. Well, it's also here is what I would also say about the WWE wellness policy when it also comes to competing wrestling companies. Jeff Hardy and Kurt Angle are the best examples of this, which is the industry does need to establish. Like, we should not put Jeff like Jeff Hardy would have probably sought treatment. Five. I'm not trying to put this on the AEW, but I'm just saying, if he did wasn't able to get a job that
1: AEW hired him.
0: That's the thing, and also we. Why is it okay that people?
1: Um, um. And then everyone was like, "No, actually, that was a false reading of that wellness violation." So actually, Jeff's doing fine. Oh wait, sorry.
0: Yeah, that was the thing. Is that everyone was like, "No, it was like it was a false reading," and it was just like, "Guys, you're all in denial." Like I, I've been lucky enough to have friends that have addiction problems. Let me tell you what it. It what it never is someone else's fault when they test positive for drugs mm-hmm. and alcohol. It's yeah. not like like it's a circus. come on, yeah. And I understand that aw and maybe a- wrestling
1: isn't maybe a bunch of clowns fucking flying through tables isn't the best thing for a guy who has an addiction to up. every type Shut of ingredient.
0: Shut the fuck up, Dylan. I will. I will. Not, I will not sit here mm-hmm. and have you besmirch Uncle Dave's house of tumbling. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to House of Day, Uncle Dave's House of Tumbling.
1: Yippee-hoo.
0: cotton for you. But yeah, the best part about Jeff Hardy during this
1: period is when he won the title. The worst part is that he clearly was just still on all this shit. Meth. And they were like, that's fine.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, and by the way, we're immediately after this, when he leaves the company again, is when we get the excellent Waffle House, I'm fucked up in a green flannel interview. Hell. To the fuck yeah
1: yeah man but that's jeff hardy baby that's fucking uh this is the last look into jeff hardy's imagination unless we talk about the aew run which we probably will because
0: have we cares? done any is there anyone we could do from i wanted to ask you this as we sort of close out and please uh feel feel to reach out on social media that's at the rest social of the review medias. on on the social media, please uh we're on gab um parlor parlor of course Parlor uh, still around I don't know, Telegram. Bro. We're on Telegram, but only on the channels that are used for the um, for Russians to talk about how well the Ukrainian war is going. That's where we promote the wrestling yeah, podcast. And also,
1: we are, uh, we're on 16chan. H- yes, are we are fucking on. Fucking losers. Exactly. 18chan's got a real speech they, on there. Yeah,
0: they censor speech on 8chan. They mm, censor it. We made and on 8
1: Just slurs.
0: Exactly. That's right. So I'll see you in hell, you. There you go. Beep. Can't say it here because I don't want to. I don't want to be you know, cucked I don't by want Nancy Pelosi. Exactly. I don't want Nancy Pelosi to come to my fucking house and... I don't like cheese at all. pizza, Hillary. Goddamn right. No one does. Continue. Yeah. Stop putting vegetables on my meat. Sorry, we're going to Um I would like to... One of the wrestlers I'd like to profile next is, is there an AEW wrestler that fits our re- remit? who is such as no longer actively wrestling, but did wrestle in AEW, that, so we can talk about AEW. Because we don't really ever get to do AEW, because all of the AEW wrestlers, because it's such a young company, are still wrestling.
1: We do Christopher Daniels. Did we already do him?
0: I don't know if we have done the Fallen Angel. If we haven't I'll done the Fallen right Angel, but please you, do, because if uh, not...
1: You jam on some other guys. I we hope could that- also do our classic AJ Styles thing, where we take a hard stance about someone and it turns out we were
0: very nothing wrong. better than that i mean i could do i would love to do uh i would also love to see sort of those aw guys that were all like this guy will be fun oh he's gone a joey janella you know who? what i would also love to do we did you know who I'd lo- daniels 100 percent. great you know who i'd love to do have we done awesome kong we have not done awesome kong i don't think
1: let me add let me see
0: because let me say Maybe this about awesome, awesome- kong I don't think Awesome Kong, I don't think anyone has had better entrances and then immediately not contributed to the company more than Awesome Kong.
1: Awesome Kong had that great run in TNA, but then, of course, did just immediately get pregnant in the WWE. And I mean. Well, you got to know you're going to get pregnant. And it's like, well, someone doesn't know. Which is like so uh, funny where people are like unprofessional to get pregnant it's like or shut up oh in my case. god
0: yes yeah fuck you wrestling fans also yeah can we please do awesome kong following reasons she punched bubble the love sponge in the face mm-hmm. end of list see ladies like do also, we need any other, other than
1: the fucking x division with samoa joe and daniels and styles those were like the, the knockouts division was like the high point of their ratings
0: Oh my god! Again, TNA right before Bischoff and Hogan came in was as good as any of the other things that uh, everyone in wrestling has ever j o'd over. It's just I think I was the only one watching at that time. I, I genuinely believe TNA could have been called the John Hastings Wrestling Federation because all they were like I no one talked about it. It was just it was just me being like this Samoa Joseph re- he can tumble. He's a tumbler.
1: Uncle Dave's house of tumbling. John, what's the best and worst thing about Jeff Hardy during this?
0: Best year? thing about Jeff Hardy is he seems—he's the only man I've ever seen do a lot of meth and get slower. Worst thing—all <laughs> of the addictions.
1: All the addictions, of course. If you are—if you are seeking—if you—you are an ad- addict or you think you have a problem, please seek oh. help. Um, and, yeah, guys. Uh, yeah, and then Jeff Hardy. I hope Jeff Hardy gets better. But you know it's weird. It's weird to litigate the hiring policy of a company that a guy pretends to be a dinosaur in.
0: But yeah, what's even weirder? It's weird that we're the only ones in the so-called wrestling media. Also, here's something that I yeah, need so to stop. Ha- stop. Ha- I do enjoy how it's called the so-called wrestling media by everyone because it's just like yeah, that's what we're it not feels. In the
1: media, by the way. I think the media. <laughs> I am is am in something the media. We're like we're way closer to like. Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith, where we're like, we, oh, that's we hear 100%. a couple things and we say some Buckwild shit, and then everyone's like, "Did that guy watch that?" And you're like, "I heard
0: about it." Yeah, I, I got pretty busy, guys. Like, I like I would have watched it, but like I could, like, you don't need to know about something to give a hot take. Everyone oh, knows. Sir
1: no, Mac Egger, you mean Gregor?
0: Whatever. I didn't. Yeah, that, uh, today. Yeah, I don't know. I don't fucking give a shit. Yeah,
1: Connor we're riddle or whatever is. Gonna, yeah, this uh, this program
0: is like there. if Ariel if Ariel hawani was only just trying to troll the UFC and was doing no research, welcome to the wrestler review. Welcome to the wrestler review. Thank uh, you. yeah. For listening. Hi, Mr. Anderson Silva. Is it true that you have a little penis, Mrs. Anderson Silva? <laughs> oh, you're the lady spider. <laughs> yeah, that's true, and that equates to bad. Yeah, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week. Here on the rest of my name is Dylan Gott. I'm Dylan Gott, too. Whoa.
1: Thanks so much. And uh, just hot off the presses, a staffer affiliated with Stephen Colbert's Late Show was arrested for at the U.S.
0: Uh, it happened three days ago. It is the most stupid story ever. See you in hell. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye.